Well, once again, thank you so much to all of those who have helped to put our worship service together for Kathy Eden, who is our liturgist today, for Gary Brubaker, who always does such a great job putting all of our music together for us, for our praise team and our Wesley Choir who provide our music leadership. Thank you. And Merry Christmas on the eighth day of Christmas. Happy New Year as we begin this new year. Can you even believe it? I was looking back at pictures from 2021 and I, gosh, 2021 just felt like it was three years, didn't it? There were things that were in my pictures that I thought, that was last year. It's been a year. Can you believe it? <laughs> Now, during these end of the year or beginning of the year, uh, New Year's, it's a lot of time um, that people spend sometimes reflecting on, on things from the previous year that you might want to keep or what you might want to give up. Maybe you make um, New Year's resolutions or intentions, or maybe you don't. We talk about where we might have experienced God in the past year, or where God might be calling us. And so this year, as we have for the past several years, we'll start our year centered in wisdom from the stars. Would you pray with me? God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, I think it was last year about this time um, that I shared a few videos of my personal Oreo challenges, um, trying all of the different flavors of Oreos. Um, now my niece and nephew, uh, my nieces and nephew, uh, my nephew is, not, is um, well, he just turned nine. Can you believe it? Can I believe it? Um, he just turned nine. Uh, my niece, Emma, will be four in just a couple of weeks. Uh, my other niece, Callie, um, is a teenager. Um, and Noel hasn't, my niece Noel hasn't quite gotten into the food challenges yet. Um, but Callie and uh, Landon and Emma, they will do the food challenges with me. Um, and especially Landon. Um, Landon, um, like many kids his age, his dream is to be, well, one of his dreams is to be a YouTube star. Um, so he and Emma sometimes make their own videos, uh, but he loves to do like the food challenges with me. Uh, in fact, he just sent me a text message yesterday saying, I found a new food challenge for us to do. So they look through the stores so that he can find something that we can do one of the challenges with. So here's a couple of them um, that Landon and Emma and I have done together. It's a crisp apple Pop-Tart challenge. Shoot. I don't I messed it up. You don't have to see it. I don't know that I taste apple. Do you? No, it tastes like an apple pod. Yeah. Alright. A little bit. Is this breakfast food? Yeah. Callie, are you into this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sure my driver's head. <laughs> she's like, mm -hmm. I think I've had enough. Alright. Get out of my face for a second. How many out of ten? Ten. Ten out of ten? Yeah. I go 8 out of 10. It's really good. Alright. Did you like your picture on the birch It's a Pop Rocks candy cane challenge. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, they're cracking in my hands. 
Uh, I got them all over my hands. Now they're all sticky. This is. It's awful. What? No. No. We're doing a drink challenge. What are we drinking? Water. Water. <laughs> Does it taste good? Yeah. Ah, do you feel refreshed? Yeah. Yeah? Will you drink it again? Yeah. Yeah. This has been Amimi and Emma. <coughs> oh, no. Water drinking challenge. Are you chewing the water? Here's another jelly bean taste challenge. Cheers. <laughs> so, um, sometimes we don't always agree on what is good and what is not. Um, sometimes things don't meet our expectations. Um, sometimes things are just gross, um, and sometimes they're gross before you even taste them. Um, and sometimes they're better than we thought. Sometimes we might try and convince ourselves that it's really okay when everyone else around us is really not okay with it. And sometimes our expectations just need to be adjusted a little bit. Now, life is kind of like a food challenge. I mean, it's not a food challenge, and it also kind of is, because sometimes that's just the way that life goes. I mean, that's, that's true for every year, and it's true for this year. I mean, 2021 didn't, um, well, it didn't live up to the expectations that I had for it. Anybody else? I... <laughs> I don't think this is the year that went the way that we expected it. I mean, it was a challenge to say the least, right? Some things didn't meet our expectations and might've been a little gross. Some might've been better than we thought. Sometimes we might try and convince ourselves that it's really okay when everyone around us is not okay with it. Sometimes our expectations need to be adjusted. How is your 2021? What have you reflected on it? Or have you just been like, next? <clears throat> for the last few years, um, we've given star words for the year. It's been a part of Epiphany. Um, and Epiphany is the, the last day of Christmas, or it's the day after Christmas, the Christmas season. Um, the day that we remember when the wise men went to see the baby and they followed the star to guide that the star that guided them to see Jesus and these words that we have um, they help guide our year they help um, invite us into something new something that God has to offer us for the year maybe you remember yours from the past year and maybe your word met your expectations and helped to frame or reframe your year or your expectations for the year. Or maybe your word is still a complete question 
or maybe you didn't have a word at all and all of those things are okay. I talked with a few people who um, reflected a little bit on their words and, and one person got the word breathe and every time they felt stressed this year, they remembered their word and they remembered to breathe. And sometimes it helped and well, sometimes it didn't. Uh, someone else got the word savor and lurked for, looked for ways to enjoy life and take things a little slower. One drew the word grace and said they worked on understanding what grace meant for them and what grace meant for others this year. Someone still uh, drew the word hope. And when they drew the word, they said that it was a word from God because it had been a difficult year for them. Uh, they had a miscarriage and got divorced and said hope was all they had left. A star shines in the night and reminds us that the universe is bigger than ourselves, that God is bigger than we are, and it shines even if we can't see it or even if we're not looking for it. And the stars give us surprising gifts of wisdom. The magi, or the wise men, followed the star. There were, well, we say there were three of them, but there were three gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. We don't really know how many wise men there were. Uh, we know that there was more than one, and traditionally their names are Balthazar, Melchior, and Gaspar. And there could have been more of them. We don't know. Although I, I don't know, I can't imagine being Mary and having three strangers, three wise men coming through my house, let alone 27 of them or more. And yet these wise men came to visit the baby. Well, the child, Jesus. And they came from the east. And that's about all we know. We say they came from the Orient because we sing it in the song, We Three Kings of Orient Are. But we don't really know how far east they came from. They may have come from Persia or India. We really don't know. But it's interesting that there's a metaphor throughout the scriptures that when things come from the east, it's, it's believed to be a blessing from God or good things come from the east. Just as the sun rises in the east, um, you know, the tradition or the legend says as the sun rises in the east, it chases away the, the night or the darkness. And so God's light shines. So these three kings came from the east and they don't visit Jesus in the stable, even though our nativity sets usually show that. Um, they visited Jesus in a house, and not as a baby, but probably a toddler. Um, it was probably up to about two years after Jesus was born. And, you know, he was in those terrible twos, and probably those gifts came in handy. Well, they probably, you know, we call the, the three wise men or kings um, or magi. And magi comes from the word magicians. 
So these, these three kings or these three wise men or these three magi, they weren't really kings like we think about kings. They weren't royalty. Uh, they were probably more like astrologers or philosophers or they weren't even Jewish. They were, they were pagans probably. And just like many others in the story, they weren't really the first that you would think of to visit the king of kings the Lord of Lords. So, so far, this Messiah has been visited by outcasts, chosen to be born to ordinary people, in a main, laid in a manger, a feeding trough. Shepherds came to see him first, the criminals probably, and these, these pagans. All of these are surprising in this story, and they don't they don't line up with what you think your expectations should be. And that's the thing about Jesus' story all the time is that it's always challenging our expectations. So these magi brought gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Gold, fairly obvious, um, and a great gift, right? I, I mean, I, who wouldn't want to receive like gold right now? And frankincense was an incense. It was often used for prayers. And people would use the incense and, uh, and speak their prayers. And they believed the incense carried their prayers to God. And then there was myrrh, which was a burial spice. Happy birthday, Jesus. You are too. Here is your burial spice. I know it sounds kind of weird, doesn't it? Um, they're actually... So these gifts may sound strange to us, but they're actually, they weren't as strange then. Um, they were a little unusual, but not, not, not that strange because they were just very expensive gifts. Very expensive. Now, tradition says that Mary and Joseph used the gifts from the Magi to, um, to pay for their, um, their journey to Egypt as they fled Herod into Egypt. Um, whatever they used them for, they were expensive gifts. And so these magi, these magi followed the star because they knew that something was happening. And this was a once in a lifetime kind of thing. The Messiah being born or the Messiah coming was something that Jew the Jewish people had been waiting for for way too long. And this Messiah had been born and things were about to change. The truth is with Jesus's birth, things already changed. We just didn't know it yet. And so when we talk about star words, we talk about these words that help to give us inspiration or guidance for the coming year, a gift from God um, to help guide us or open us up to new possibilities from God. Now, some of the words on the stars are action words, and some words are vague and large. Some might be pretty specific, but the truth is what you do with them is up to you, and it's up to you in a conversation with God. What is God trying to tell you or reveal to you or influence or help guide you? or open you up to new possibilities. 
last year, um, I had two words. My words were peace and imagination. And when I drew them at first, I was like, yeah, these sound like great words. And I think I, think I can use them pretty well. <clears throat> and I have to be honest. I mean, 2020 was a year, right? We all know. And, and I expected 2021 to be different. And so being honest, um, I actually think 2021 was harder than 2020 in a lot of ways. And so when I think, when I used my words, um, I, I needed a lot of imagination to come up with creative ways of getting through 2020. And though, and 2021 was even harder. Things changed constantly. Trying to find something both normal while recognizing there's a lot that's not normal. I did a lot of imagining what I wanted the world to look like and how I could help influence it. And to be honest, there were times when my imagination was just tired and I couldn't come up with anything more. And it was those times, especially, that I had to rest in the peace of God. And then I had to trust that God would give me more than I could imagine. These weren't necessarily the ways that I saw these words influencing my year or, or ways that I saw God opening me up to new possibilities. And yet, there they were. I mean, just like any gift or invitation, these words aren't meant to be forced upon you or to force you to look at anything differently or to force you to think, oh, this has to be the way it is. These are an invitation. So take your word. And we'll receive our words for the year in several different ways. You can pick yours up from the church anytime. You can either have the word chosen for you or you can pick your own. Just share your names in the comments or send a message. Um, and if you're not local or even if you are local, we can have them mailed to you also. Now, if you do pick your word, I think one of the temptations is um, to find the word that I really like. And that's an option, right? It's an option for us to say this is the year or this is the word. But I also think that there's a real invitation to have a word chosen for us. That it's really, that's a conversation between you and God and what the Holy Spirit will invite you to be a part of. A part of. And so receive your word, however, your star, however you'd like, and reflect on it. Think about what it means or what it might mean for you and let it influence your year. Let it speak to your relationship with God. Let it speak to how you'll make the world a better place. Let it be a gift to you. The Magi offered gifts to the baby who offered gifts to the world. So today, the wisdom of the stars offers us a gift back to the world to make a change, to make things better, 
to join God in making the world a better place here and now and for the future. So may you carry what 2021 has taught you to and make the world better. May we leave behind the things that are not necessary or needed. May we leave behind the things that break our hearts or break our spirit and still carry the lessons we learned. May our cries for never again be cries of action. May we look at one another as human beings. May we respect and protect the dignity and sacred worth of one another. May we live with joy and work for peace. May we hold on to hope and work on building what we hope for. May we be brave, knowing that sometimes we're scared and we do it anyway. May these gifts offer us opportunities for new starts. So receive this blessing uh, written by Jan Richardson, how the stars get in your bones. Sapphire, diamond, emerald, quartz. Think of every hard thing that carries its own brilliance, shining with the luster that comes only from uncountable ages in the earth, in the dark, buried beneath unimaginable weight, bearing what seemed impossible, bearing it still. And you, shouldering the grief you had thought so solid, so impermeable, the terrible anguish you carried as a burden, now become, who can say what day it happened? A beginning. See how the sorrow in you slowly makes its own light, how it conjures its own fire. See how radiant even your despair has become in the grace of that sun. Did you think this would happen by holding the weight of the world, by giving in to the press of sadness and time? I tell you, this blazing in you, it does not come by choosing the most difficult way, the most daunting. It does not come by the sheer force of your will. It comes from all, the helpless place in you that despite all cannot help but hope. The part of you that does not know how to keep turning toward this world, to keep turning your face toward the sky, to keep turning your heart toward this undurable earth, knowing your heart will break, but turning it still. I tell you, this is how the stars get in your bones. This is how the brightness makes a home in you as you open to the hope that burnishes every fractured thing it finds and sets it shimmering, a generous light that will not cease no matter how deep the darkness grows, no matter how long the night becomes. Still, still, still. The secret of secrets keeps turning in you. Keep becoming beautiful, becoming blessed, kindling the luminous way by which you will emerge, carrying your shattered heart like a constellation within you, singing to the day that will not fail to come. Christmas isn't over.
and not just because it's 12 days long, but because there's work for us to continue to keep following that star that pulls us forward, that reminds us hope is real, that love is alive, and that we are part of a story that is being written of life and salvation. Like the Magi followed the star to see God revealed in Jesus, we follow the words on our stars to see how God's light is revealed to us in new ways. Follow the star. Thanks be to God. Amen.